Hey, hey, welcome back to the Fitness Empowerment Podcast. My name is Danny. I'm your host, and I'm here to help you find ways to increase your energy, decrease your stress, and save you time when it comes to your fitness, health, and lifestyle. So today's question is going to be focused on uh, stevia or a non-nutritive sweetener. So the question that we're going to ponder today is, will stevia increase satiety when it comes to your meals? Is it safe to have and is it going to lower your, like decrease your appetite? I get asked about sweeteners a lot when it comes to nutrition coaching. Is it safe? Should I have it? And I wanna make sure that I am giving you information that I am being taught either through a coach or by reading through actual research. So I've just read through an article that came into my picture through my email because I'm subscribed to MASS, the monthly application of strength sport and these geniuses um, go through and review different PubMed research articles when it comes to workouts and strength and nutrition and they send out their overview of these research articles. So one of these research articles came into my inbox today, the review of it, and it caught my eyes and I said I want to review this and give you guys the link and let you know what came out of this research article and then you can make a better decision for yourself on whether or not stevia is something that you could consider putting into your routine. So I'm going to make sure the links to subscribe to mass are in the show notes below, whether you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts, Anchor, SoundCloud, all the places. And then I'm also going to link the study as well. So let's get into these details a little bit. Hopefully this only takes a couple of minutes. I don't want to overwhelm anybody with PubMed information, but I read through the abstract and that's what the link is going to be for. And the name of this article or the abstract was Effects of Stevia Extract on Postprandial Glucose Response, Satiety and Energy Intake, a three-arm crossover trial. I know that makes a whole bunch of um, mumbo jumbo sense. I actually had to look up the word postprandial. So if anybody else didn't know, it is an adjective and it means during or relating to the period after dinner or lunch. So you're welcome. And now you don't have to feel bad if you didn't know what it meant because I totally did not. (laughs) So what this study did is it took 30 participants, 20 females and 20 male or 10 males, so 30 total, and they did a three-part trial, so three different days where everybody received the same exact breakfast and then they uh, 3 hours later they received different preloads. One group had water, um, one group had water with sugar in it or some sort of a sugar substance and then one had a a liquid that had stevia in it and then 30 minutes later this was followed by a pizza buffet so they wanted to see you know based on what you had 30 minutes before your meal would you eat the same amount of food how would you feel afterwards that kind of a thing and they collected blood glucose samples at 30 minute intervals until 120 minutes post lunch, or I guess you could say in that postprandial period if you wanna be really scientific about it. Um, and to, oh, here, I wanted to share exactly what the, the breakfast was. 
So their standardized breakfast was 360 calories, including 60 grams of cereal, 150 milliliters of semi-skimmed milk, and 250 milliliters of orange juice. So basically a, a bowl of cereal with a little bit of milk and OJ. And then, gosh, that's like not enough food for me. <laughs> Maybe that's the exact breakfast you have. Personally, that's not enough, but um, it depends on the person. So that first group, they preloaded with 300 milliliters of water and citric acid. The second had 300 milliliters of, I, I guess it was water with 60 grams of sugar in it, which to me, that's a lot of sugar in a drink, personally. Um, and then your third one was 300 milliliters of, I suppose it was water with one gram of stevia. So, which I think is interesting because 60 grams of sugar versus one gram of stevia, I would think that that would have a really different effect. Like I would think maybe you would get on a sugar high compared like, and not maybe notice the one gram of stevia, but I do know that stevia can be pretty potent and I've done some baking with it. I'm a fan. I personally like it. And you know, my husband and I have baked with monk fruit and a couple of other non-nutritive sweeteners as well. And we've enjoyed them. So personally, I'm a fan, but I recognize there's not a lot of research out there. And even in this abstract, they mentioned that stevia is the least studied sweetener. So their conclusion and the results here were that uh, the energy intake did not significantly differ between the, the three different groups and throughout the day. Um, but they did say that the scores for hunger and the desire to eat between the different participants were lower following stevia preloading compared to just water. And they said there was not a significant difference between um, the three different groups after adjusting for the sugar preload and calorie content. Um, so basically overall, they determined that in this study of 30 people, stevia did lower appetite sensation and it did not further increase food intake and postprandial glucose levels. So that being said, it could be a, a strategy you wanna consider when you're looking into managing weight loss and in diabetes prevention and management. So, I mean, it's, I think it's an interesting study and looking at the images from the publication, we kind of went over one of them, talked about the standardized breakfast. Uh, it's just kind of cool to, to peek through. So I hope you'll take a look at these different um, photos and the link and just kind of review it. So I guess overall my thought on this is if you are looking for an alternative to sugar and you're not sure about how stevia is going to affect your system. I don't, it, from this study, it doesn't appear that it would be something that will harm you. And it doesn't appear that it is something that increased appetite. So it wasn't like these people ate more calories because they had, you know, sugar or more calories because they had a drop of stevia. So it did look like if you had stevia compared to just water, then you had even a lower appetite sensation, but it really wasn't too much different. So just food for thought, if you are trying to go on a dieting phase or maybe limiting what you eat, you're looking for a way to become more satiated, maybe considering stevia in your 
food or beverages is something you want to consider. So I highly encourage you to talk to whoever your nutrition coach is if you have one and um, kind of work that out or just try it out. And I would love to know your thoughts. If you have tried this out, what are your thoughts on Stevia? You can always shoot me an email at danny at the or you can shoot me a DM on Instagram at Danny Phillips. I would love to know your thoughts on this. And that's going to wrap things up for today. So I hope you enjoyed this. I hope you are enjoying, you know, learning how to track your nutrition and seeing how that helps your lifestyle and understanding that I'm doing my best to bring you research to back up what I talk about. So that's going to do it for today. Thank you so much. Have an awesome rest of your day. I feel like I'm rambling at this point. Go enjoy the beautiful weather. It's gorgeous out here in Northwest Louisiana today. I feel like I should be at the beach. Anybody else feels like they should be at the beach? You know, just, just let me know. If you're there, send me pictures. Okay. <laughs> I'll talk to you in the next episode. Bye for now.